Hump Day Quickie's Swingers Confessions is intended for mature audiences only and contains explicit language and sexual situations. This is not intended as any professional advice. Welcome to Hump Day Quickie's Swinger Confessions. Here in the sex apartment, we share our own sex-positive stories and welcome our friends to open up about their experiences in the ethically non-monogamous lifestyle. During 10 years of a sexually frustrating marriage, Tori would flirt, tease, and occasionally do more with other men. A trip to Cancun sparks a new, revamped sex life. Link then encourages Tori to flirt and show off her sexy body, and there's sex life blossoms. And we're back at the sex apartment. Today, we have... Link and Tori stopping in. Welcome, guys. Hi. We're so excited to be here. Very much so. Welcome, welcome. As we love to do, let's start off with how you guys discovered there is a lifestyle. Link loves talking about all things sex with everyone. That is true. And I just love sex. Well. I don't think there's a problem with it. There's not a problem with it. So you were talking to your coworker. Oh, we're, that's how we started? Yeah. Well, that's how we found out. That's true. Well, I work with some people that are very, very fun. We have a great team. We love going out. We'll go out to a B-dubs. We'll go out to different places. And we were just talking one day, and one of my coworkers said, like, oh, yeah, we go to a I'm like, what are you talking about? It turned into just one of the swinger clubs. Those things exist. Like, oh, there's another one, but I we didn't try and get in there. We hear it's a little bit uppity. So I come home that night, and I'm like, oh, yeah, there's this thing. And she's like, oh. Yeah, so, so she gets on her phone. He tells me, like, there's things called swinger clubs. I'm like, there are not. <laughs> I immediately go on my phone and I start looking. And I'm looking through the pictures. You have to submit a, a membership. Honey, we're members. <laughs> yeah, this whole time I'm like, I'm just kind of like bringing it up to her attention. And I, I'm like, I don't know if you're interested. Like, I wasn't really necessarily interested in doing that. But whatever. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm in for the ride. And, then I, yeah. and then I think that weekend we were there. So, yeah. then we. So is this something you totally just jumped on and dove and- right in? And signed up and um, then told him or? Oh, no, no. Like, we were, we're together. In, we were at okay. the kitchen table. Yeah. <laughs> like, was- I came home. Hey, there's this thing. She signs up five minutes later. I'm like, all right, I oh, guess we're going to okay. do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I guess great. we're doing this. And but- I'm not necessarily opposed because you want to go have sex with other people. I'm kind of okay with that. We had dabbled. I was going to say, th- now to get to that point, <laughs> <laughs> clearly there had to be something that happened that you were like, hey. I can tell my wife about a swingers club. Oh, yeah. We're very promiscuous. Most of our friends. You would... are very promiscuous. <laughs> you are an nymphomaniac. I enjoy sex. Yes. yes. But so, I enjoy sex of... with myself or with my wife. You enjoy all things sex. Yes. Right. And but I've so... never thought that I would ever have sex with anyone else. Well, thank you. I didn't envision me having sex with anyone else. I'm a little bit of a flirt. A and little it, bit. And it gets me in what? trouble. Just a little? Uh, so uh, just a little bit. Smidgey smidge. And so that's kind of how it started. Like she was always flirting. She was kind of doing things on the side. I'm kind but of like, But it would get me oh. so turned on. And like, she would get in a lot of trouble, but then she'd be turned on and then we'd have amazing sex. And then you're like, oh, well, I, I guess, guess you can flirt. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. If it's just flirting, <laughs> then, yeah. then, you're, then I take it out on you because I get like all this sexual attention. It was hot. Oh, yeah. It was I don't great. Know, something about knowing that you got a man hard. It's my favorite compliment. I did that. Yeah. Like you have no control over that. And I just did that to you. So it was like, it's such an ego boost for me. So then I I only appreciated solicited dick pics. (laughs) Fair enough. I I also agree. I'd like to see it. I just want to make sure I did it. Yeah. You just want to make sure you asked for it. Yeah. I want to ask for it and make sure that it's. Yeah, don't just send me random. No, I don't don't want to know. Who did that? Not me. Not me. I want to see what I did. Now I'm self-conscious because that's what I've done. But I've learned. I'm I'm learning. Yeah. There's there's a lot of protocol we're learning in the swinger world. You just don't send dick pics. Unsolicited dick pics. But it's hard from a a guy's perspective. It's hard because like I want you to send me your tits, your ass, your pussy, whatever. And then it's like, what do I send back? Like my 
face thumbs up <laughs> yes. like a thumbs up or like here's my dick like Love i it. i mean but that's all you, you that's my my face right Ooh, drooling face oh right. god don't right. send me an emoji after i send you a gorgeous pussy picture oh. well that's oh. that's news that's news to me too like what do you i don't know like See, I, mean, I disagree I, with that i i, I think, think a drooling would be perfect yes, i agree yeah. oh i agree oh i mean at least it's your pussy thumbs drooling up. yeah <laughs> yeah your asshole drooling. Like, what do you want? No, that's I like you- a drilling. Yeah. <laughs> well, now we know. Oh yeah. Truly, Mister Vanessa. So for Nessa or any for any other woman, it's like don't send dick pics. Mm-hmm. Send drooling, drooling pics. Yep. <laughs> exactly. I can do that. Okay. Perfect. So how far back are we willing to go here? Okay, so we because it sounds was, like there's I was a born backstory. 1981. <laughs> <laughs> We've been married 13 years. Yes. It was probably only a few years into our marriage. I caught her flirting, flirting. and sending dick pics and all kinds no, of no, different No, no, I wasn't sending dick pics. You're sending dick pics. We have a I whole new thing re- here. I was receiving unsolicited dick pics. But yeah, it's just, I don't know if it was necessarily unsolicited. The the, the text messages that I oh, read yes, were like, him, yes. yeah, the, the text was like, not right now. It's not safe. It's not safe. I'm sitting like right next to <laughs> her on the couch. I'm Mind so you, bad. this was like two years into our marriage. I'm sitting right here. We're watching a movie. Not right now. What? I'm like, what, are you, what is going on? Like, oh, yeah, I'm flirting with this guy. I mean, this was before, like, flirting was okay. Yeah. I kept getting myself into trouble because I would be promiscuous, but I would just loved the attention. Where would you find these guys? Oh, yes. God, everywhere. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. Gotcha. Most, most of them are Softball. his friends. Yeah, most of them. Uh, that particular- I'm trying to think. That was the only one that may have been your friend. Yeah, that was before. But that was like a previous. Yeah, that was before you. And he was yeah. like the one that got away. No. Uh, yeah. This starts with the flirting. <laughs> yes, it starts with me flirting a and lot. And you owned it immediately. Yeah. How did that go? Define owned it immediately. Well, I mean, the way it was just relayed to us was. Oh, no, this took 10 years. Okay. <laughs> Oh, that, I mean, like I owned it immediately. Like I would continuously get myself. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I just could. I can't not flirt with men. And we probably fought. Or women. We fought for <laughs> really a very all. long time on flirting and not flirting. Because I would always catch her. And I mean, there was five or six or seven times where I would catch mm-hmm. her. Like, what the hell are you doing? We are married. And then it was right after then for my 40th. But I was allowed to flirt. No. Yes. In two, it was 2013 because you let me flirt with all of your softball friends and like you would dress me up. You're like, yeah, let your tits hang out at the softball field. And you, I mean, and you, cause I yeah. would get, cause I would get all that attention. Have you seen your tits? <laughs> yes, I'm, I have. Yes. <laughs> I mean, let them breathe, please. Fine. Right. Yeah. So I would get all this attention. And but I never thought, yeah, I mean, I guess flirting, I thought at, the, at that point in time was like just innocent. The two of you talking, not like we're texting and sexting and stuff like that. Mm, yeah, I, yeah. I always took it further than I probably should have. Correct. But I've learned it was a huge step in our marriage and our communication. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Once sure. we really started communicating about how I felt, how he felt, how to improve our sex life. That was 10 years later. Yeah, that was, it took 10 years. Sorry. So 10 years we go to Cancun for my 40th. And then right, like during that time, we had a lot of breakthroughs. And then as soon as we got back, the pivotal point for me was she had to go to her friend's house. And so her friend, like they're over there talking. I'm like, we just got back from Cancun. Like what the hell is going on? And she comes home. She's like, I have to admit something. Yeah. At the Halloween party, like a couple of weeks ago, when you had our boys and you took them home to bed, I stayed there and I was making out this guy. I'm like, are you serious? Hmm. That you did know I was texting with him. I mean, yeah, yeah but, but I mean, because this had been a through. repeatable thing for some time. And I'm like, we're fighting it. And I get to the point where I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to fight anymore. Do it. Have at it. Do what you want because I'm going to get the benefits. As long as you were a part of it and you knew. Yeah, so then yeah. that I didn't was, want her to lie about that it. Was our, it was a huge turning point for right, us because right. then it was like no more lying, no, no more, more sneaking nothing. around. Because I would catch her, I would catch free. her like, it was freeing. I would catch her like, oh, I'm going to BD's landing with this guy. And but like, she wouldn't tell me. I would just find like the screenshot of go here. And I'm like, what the hell are you telling this guy? And so I would show up and I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah. Shortly after that, as well, like, you know what? We're done. Like, we're not lying anymore to each other. If you're going to go fuck this guy, let me know about it. <laughs> I want to watch. I want you to make a porn for me. Let's do this. Record it. I want to watch it. I'm very blessed that he was open to it. The initial reaction <laughs> as she's telling you, okay, yeah, this is what I'm doing. What was your reaction at that moment? I don't know if you want me to say. <laughs> <laughs> 
I remember this very vividly, and I actually remember I was watching the Red Sox game. They were winning, and I was in a very good mood, and I said, like, well, it's fine. That's cool. I was very happy, so I'm like, yeah, that's fine. I mean, I get all of the benefits, and we have children, so, like, I'm not going to change anything. You do you. Yeah. As I long as I am, like, completely involved in all of it, I don't want to hear from one of my friends, oh, yeah, came over last night. We fucked. I'm like, are you serious? Where was I? That's one thing I did not want to ever have happen. So, like, that's where it's like, we have to be on the up and up. Growing up, we grew up really religious. Talking about sex, experiencing sexual experiences was so frowned upon. And we had the worst guilt about, oh, my gosh, I never touch myself or masturbate. Oh, gosh, no. Still saying masturbated out loud. Like, (laughs) what? No, I can't do that. I had major problems growing up with that whole thing. Yeah, we both did. We both grew up like that. And yeah, so he really struggled with porn because that was such, that was so frowned upon. And then I struggled with the male attention that I was getting growing up. You know, then I put sex in this beautiful little porcelain box that was only to be unopened from my husband for for making babies. Only for making babies. (laughs) Yeah, our sex life really struggled from that. So he was really super sexually frustrated. And then like, I didn't know how to experience my sexual being. So then when we went to Cancun, this is two two years ago. Yeah, like mind you, this like 10 years of marriage where it's sex is on a Saturday. But I will say we went to therapy. We did. We sought out professional help. We knew that we weren't communicating. Correct. And we wanted to make this marriage work. We were not giving up on each other. Oh, no, never. We had to we, learn how we to were like... In, yeah, we were in a good place. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're just learning how to communicate and like... We were in a good place with our marriage, but we were not in a good place sexually in any way. It was like a fight every time. Like, I want to have sex. No. I want to do this. I have no. a headache. Yeah, I had a... I mean, it was like every time. Uh, so hey, like, You just mentioned sex with Saturdays. Yes, oh, yeah, Saturday yeah, yeah. sex day. Yeah, it was like only like this was when she was working and we didn't have kids and normal 40 hour week job. It was yeah, I am tired stressful. when I get home. I am mm-hmm. stressed out. Don't bother me. Saturday we will have sex. And then if we miss Saturday, it was like, we're not having it until the next Saturday. I'm like, are you serious? This is some bullshit. <laughs> I was so mad. I'm like, you can't. And then like the worst thing, I mean, obviously for a guy's perspective, is I get one day where I get to have sex and it's five minutes. I'm like, oh, this is terrible. I'm sorry. So you want to like make it last as long as you can, but then she's like, eh, you know, like. In my defense, you like, were having saltines. I, I was having. That's what we call it. We had watched a series. They explained the chemistry and the science of the woman's body and having an orgasm. I learned so much about myself. He and this was after Cancun. And so we had learned so much. And he's like, I am so sorry. He was getting a seven course meal and you were getting saltines because I'd have a baby little orgasm. Like, yeah, I'd have like clit stimulant and like, wee. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Like, and I was you're like, getting some food, but you're not like having this huge seven course meal. Where yeah. I'm like having like my seven courses. So I'm he having was like, a 24 ounce steak. Like, this is great. <laughs> like, we are going to town. Like, this so is awesome. So he's like, oh, I get it. Oh, this sucks. I was basically frustrating you, or you were doing all of that for me because I wasn't pleasing you the way you wanted me. Or, but I also didn't know how to communicate that. Correct. Correct. Yeah. You, so, yeah. wait, what series was this? Principles of Pleasure Prince- on Netflix. On Netflix. Yeah. It's great. Is any of our sexually frustrated friends. Gonna look it up. Any yeah. marriage, any marriage. Not that we, I'm sexually frustrated. No, no, but like we. Well, yeah, if you listen to this fucking podcast, if you, I was gonna say if you are, we can go. Like, I'm good. You, you got me. I'm good. No saltines. Yes. No, and it was like we stumbled upon it on right, accident, right. and yeah, it has seriously changed our marriage because oh, yeah. these were like medical doctors, oh, yeah. therapists. My favorite part was consent, consensual sex. Yeah, yeah, and like you, you hear consent, like okay, yeah, consent, and it's like no, oh, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm like whatever. yeah, okay, we can have sex. And but, then he'd be like, well, I don't want to do it if you're not into it. I'm like, will you just take my pussy so I could go to bed? <laughs> and then he's like, no. And I'm like, well, I don't understand. So then, yeah, they had talked about this consent. It the is, definition of consent is two people saying yes emphatically. Emphatically. Right. And like, So do you want to fuck my armpit? Yes. And like, <laughs> that's what they said in the podcast. That's, that's what, they, what said. they said in the series. Like, So if two people are okay with something and they're emphatically a hundred percent yes then yes. then absolutely then, then do consent. it yeah not like well, that, yeah that changed our sure. marriage yeah. for sure yeah. Yeah. so by by watching that though for me i had a hard time because i started thinking about like, all of my previous women and stuff like that i'm like huh i wonder you were just That's giving terrible. out teens. yeah <laughs> no you're an excellent lover well i hope so i just know that now now I know how to squirt and have multiple oh, orgasms. Yes. I didn't I I didn't know that every woman could squirt. I thought that was like a gift that God gave you and you, you're either a squirter or a non-squirter. Yeah, and so then that they like taught me how to release and squirt. But it's still uh, that is still a learning experience. I want to like drinking fountain. That's squirt. a great experience. That's my goal. For anyone listening I mean, like yes, a woman that squirts 
If you like you, I mean, and, and at first when I was yeah. like watching it in porns, I was like, oh, that's disgusting. Oh, it's amazing. That's pee. No way. Well, that was that's what you learned when we went to the club the one time. You're like knowing that you got some woman to start oh. is like, uh There was four girls, and the one girl had a toy, and the other girl and I was eating her pussy, and then she just squirted all over my face. And it's like it's the same satisfaction when you get a man off. You're like, yeah. I did that. Like, yep. Yes, yes, because yes. you can't really fake. Stretch me in it, and yeah. I like that was like a pivotal point for me too. It, oh yeah, and I feel like it's the closed mindedness that hurt us in the beginning. Correct. I would agree. And now that we've just been open to it, our marriage. I want everyone to be like this. Like I want to share my knowledge. So let's get into that therapy side then. Oh, sure. What was discussed there? I went to my best friend's wedding and he did not want to come. Correct. I mean, this is like my childhood best friend. I mean, it was a little bit of an inconvenience because it was all the way down in Florida. Yeah, so we had to travel and he didn't want to go. And so I was going solo. No. Oh, I'm in the wedding. Okay, so I'm in the wedding. I'm I'm the one of the maids of honor. Hold on. There's three of you that are best friends, so I would be the fourth. It's way easier for you three to go and have a good time. Well, okay, so I go with the other fr- best friend from high school. Right. And her, okay, so anyway. And her husband didn't go either. So I'm at a wedding, and I'm all dressed <laughs> up, and I'm super pretty, and this other guy in the wedding party is like, ooh. This is where the promiscuosity comes in. Okay. Uh, yeah, I have a weakness for men that smell good and that can sing. It's like, it's a weird, I'm more of a rap guy myself. <laughs> I don't know what it was. So like this guy was singing at the, like saying a I'm song sure to them at the wedding. And tone deaf. No, 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 it was like, it was like a pre-performance. Like I'm he, sure. like he had a guitar and I was like, Oh, and he could dance. Oh, forget it. I'm, I'm panties wet. Take me now. <sighs> so she's in Florida. Mind you, this is, this would have been early on. So maybe five or six years in. Yeah. This was not good in any way. I did not have sex with this man. I didn't do anything physical with him, but I started building a relationship with him. And that's what hurt us is I opened my heart to someone else other than my husband. And so when I came home and then he found out about it, I, we separated. Not really. But I mean, like, yeah, I, like, yeah, I spent a couple nights at my girlfriend's house right. and they were like, we will not be a statistic. This is too early in our marriage to not figure this out. Before kids. So it was like, we just bought our house it was before mm-hmm. kids. So I could see her like opening her mind to be like, okay, I could definitely like leave my husband for this guy we were not in a good place in our no, marriage either no. because we had a lot of distractions yes you he, had guys i had softball yeah you are quite and the i was just had, and i had a bunch of softball friends that you were just playing with the entire time that i had no idea yeah that spurs on therapy yeah i could not give up on us we right. could not give up on each I would other say we, it would, yeah. yes it was very much a we we were both willing to see a therapist do whatever we needed to do yeah so we, so we i think we had four or five sessions we had together and then you had yeah, one yeah and then I we had, had separate one. And we had some. Yeah. And then that's when the therapist was like, um, you have sex in a box. Yeah. Like, why is it so perfect to you? Do you guys watch now, porn? What does that have you mean? tried that? That it has to be within these like parameters. There's rules to it and it's very structured and it needs to be scheduled. It needs yeah, to be, it needs to be missionary yeah. and there's no toys. There's no dressing up. There's no promiscuosity. Oh, there's gosh, no passion. Yeah, it's no. just, I've always said before marriage, it's for recreation because you're having fun and you're enjoying each other. But then once you get married, it's just for procreation before you guys got married. We were not virgins. No, no, no. We did have sex, but okay. it was not any different than, than okay. like it was after we got married. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cause shortly after we met, we said we were going to wait until we got yeah. married. And but then, then that we, lasted like a week. But then we moved into her parents' house. Whoops. It was excuse after excuse. You know, we're at my parents' house. I don't want to sleep with you. Like, or this or that. I don't want to make a bunch of noise. I don't want to make a bunch of noise. So, like, I felt like the, the sex never really took off. And then we moved into our own house. And then it was still, like, the same thing. Like, only Saturdays. There's always an excuse. Always something there. I didn't think it was that bad. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm, I'm so sorry. So frustrated all the time. I just you have a whole bunch of saltines. Tell me how you feel. Right. <laughs> I know. That's why. I like. That's why I'm such a like. That's why I want to be like this. Oh my gosh. Generous. The like, best selfless. lover. Yeah. yeah. Like so, I want to make sure you're having your seven courses because I know I'm going to get mine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And setting aside time for sex. That was something right, the therapist right. told us. But that sounds like scheduling again. Instead of like, oh, yeah, I guess we should probably have sex before we go to bed. Make the conscious effort like, you want to go to bed? Yeah, let's go to bed. And then how to communicate. Correct. Because we were just still shy and guilty about talking about sex with each other. I felt like if you've seen the movie, Mr. And Mrs. Smith, like when they're lying. So that if you remember the, the two different scenes they have, Brad Pitt's like, ask the sex question. 
10 times because it's like all about like if you're living this double life where you're lying to your mate you know sex is kind of like they're kind of not what do you mean sex we're having sex not really and then as soon as all of that stuff is unfolded and you wrap you unwrap everything it's like you didn't unwrap my box you imploded my box well that's what it needed (laughs) (laughs) and then after that it's like we are just now like how often do you guys have sex every night every night yeah. I also discovered porn two years ago. You also discovered like a real orgasm too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I blame like, myself for that. I also could, I wasn't releasing myself to it. Correct. Correct. But that's where the principles of pleasure. It was really about like the woman orgasm, the and woman the, like. And how your brain is yeah. your strongest sex organ yeah. and like letting your mind control your orgasm. And then I was like, oh, wow, I didn't think of that. <laughs> so after that, like it, the sex yeah. has gone through the roof. Yeah. And then, then it was. Well, if you're going to flirt, yeah, go visit your friend. Okay, so now we get to the, you come back and you tell about the Halloween makeout session. And his <laughs> response is, all right, cool. All right, just cool. keep letting me know. Yep, just let me know. What does that do to you? Oh my gosh. I'm like, <laughs> I get out my like little black book. I'm like, who wants to sex with me? <laughs> who wants to sex with me? Oh yeah, and I would, I would encourage it. Like, who are you talking to yeah, tonight? Who's, like, what's who's going playing on? tonight? Oh yeah, if you're playing, I'm getting some. And it's going to be hot. Before this, like we would go to a wedding and like, you know, she would drink a little bit. You want to drink some tonight? You want to drink some tonight? Because when she would drink, it would be like, oh, this is great. She would say some crazy stuff. The one time she said, I want you to put your dick on my face. I'm like, this is awesome. So every night it's like, you want to drink some? You want to drink some? So... <laughs> I actually yeah. think we have a video of that to show oh, you. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I occasionally like you want to you want to record this. She's like, well, no. I'm like, oh great. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> but I was really self conscious about taking pictures oh, and yeah. video videoing myself. Now I'm like, Psh. you break out the little black book. I break on the and you start book. sexting people mm-hmm. immediately, sharing everything that you're doing, and it doesn't go as well as we expect. What do you mean? Because the people, okay, because we didn't realize swingers were a thing, okay, and well, we yeah, didn't yeah. realize that there was a lifestyle out there. Um, so we took a really long back road to the swinger lifestyle. Yeah. So we were trying to like convince our, our single vanilla oh, yeah. friends that have been in our lives forever, like, no, nah, it's totally cool. Fuck my wife. And they're oh, like, yeah. no. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, because you had one guy come over and like you guys like made out, but you didn't make out, but you did make out. You guys were in the woods, but then you made out and then you guys had sex and it was like, oh, I can't God. do this. Yeah, anymore. it was never a... It was never good for you. No, it was never an awesome experience because there was right. always that like mental game with all of our guys. He friends. came really, really quick. No, oh, poor thing. 30 seconds but at the end of it you came home talked about it yeah and how did that go great yeah it was always sexy oh yeah he's always did you take pictures i'm like no i didn't take pictures why not i know but that was the other thing we're introducing these vanilla friends and i'm like here let me suck your cock and take pictures and they're like uh no (laughs) i'm like why not my husband wants to see it let's videotape it then like we were like okay set up a camera and just videotape and they don't know and i'm like i think that's illegal (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm like, I don't really care. I just want to watch. So, <laughs> Not my so it only right? happened. It only happened a couple times before we realized yeah. about the swinger lifestyle, and we're like, oh, we could do this together because we wanted to do it together. But the single guys we were introducing, they're like, yeah, no, I don't want another cock. I'm like, well, I need to find a man that's okay with another cock in the room because I'm married to one. Oh, and I wouldn't do it any other way. <laughs> and now yeah. we're definitely a stag and vixen couple. Once we matched our sexual energies, then. Things it, got great. You, you just were, had to get you were to my at like level. a thousand and I was at like a negative thousand. Negative thousand. <laughs> <laughs> once we got it back, once we like matched it, oh gosh. I, now you have way more orgasms than I do. I, yeah. I, and I, I will say, hearing you guys describe how it was versus what we know, it's terrible. It's it like, awful. holy. Like what I mean, the it's, hell? I agree. To say a 180 is ridiculous. It's like. Oh, yeah. More than oh, that. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. There were nights that I was crying. In the hot tub, like, oh, I don't know if you know that or not. No, I well, was, now I do. Oh, sorry. I would be in the hot tub, like, why doesn't my wife want me? Like, all I want to do is this was before Cancun, but like, before I was Cancun. just like, just thank like, you, Cancun. What do I need to do to like have my wife want me? Give me seven courses. I didn't know that. <laughs> so, what happened in Cancun? Her mind mm. was opened. It was the swimsuits that started it. Ooh. Swimsuits are so Okay, hot. so he convinced me. Well, okay. We're going to be in an all-inclusive. No, no, no. We got to go to the hot tub first. Hot tub. Because when I started buying the micro kidneys, I'm like, um, I want you to wear these things. I still thought they were stupid, and like, oh, I didn't want to wear so them. Good. I was really... I know this might come to a surprise, but I'm actually kind of self-conscious. I don't know how you're self-conscious, because <laughs> like, yeah, okay, your boobs um, are so nice. Okay, okay. So I was self-conscious, <laughs> and he would buy me these micro kidneys, and I was like, I can't wear these. 
He's oh, like, but it's just for me. It's just for me. I'm like, okay, fine. Then like take some pictures and I'm like, oh yeah. Yeah. And then he says, I'm going to pick out the swimsuits that you're going to wear in Cancun. Okay. Oh, I wish you would fucking say, okay, to something like that. <laughs> <laughs> and then here's my thinking. That's was, a big jump just to say, okay. Well, I to mean. one of these guys. Yeah. One of these perverts. <laughs> if we ever go but in, I was I'm like, picking them out. But I said, it can't <laughs> no, be, it can't, oh. can't be the micro kini. <laughs> She, she did put like, she did put a limit that like it has to cover something. Yeah, we would b- go back and forth, and we got a couple different ones. And, and most of them and they, were very classy. They but they were they were thongs. They were pretty cheeky. Yes, very cheeky. Yes. But they weren't like super thongs. And then I was very self conscious about it. But then I went to Cancun. I'm like, everybody's ass cheeks are hanging out. I'm gonna let my ass cheeks hang out. <laughs> oh yeah. So it was a combination of like the just the self confidence of being able to wear that. Yeah, and then then the then, whole time I'm like, is that what my ass looks like? Like looking at these other girls, I'm like, is that it? Is that yours it? Is it? Yours is what is what does my better. ass look like? I want to know what my ass looks like. And I'm like, I think I look like that because you can't see your ass. It's, yeah. I watched it not too long ago. It looks great. Thank you. So that it was all about boosting my own self-confidence. Even though I was getting that like superficial flirting with these other men, they would love the attention as much as I did, but it was never, never went any further than that. No. And, but I, I, I wasn't bringing it back to myself to actually build up my confidence until I wore that swimsuit. And I'm like, you know what? I don't give a fuck what people think about me. That's I'm going to wear this because I feel sexy in it. That's what I've been saying so the whole yeah, time. I'm super curvaceous, but you know what? I'm going to rock them. So that was it. I agree. And then <laughs> we go back up to the room. And uh, we're just flipping through the channels. There's just two people fucking. Playboy TV for just free. Right there. Right there. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like glued. And I was like, oh. and then like that, that Christian guilt. I was like, I can't watch this. I can't watch. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm getting turned on. <laughs> I can remember many, many times that summer and like before we left and everything. You're like, I'm doing yard work with you. Oh, yeah. Can we was- watch porn tonight? <laughs> I'm not complaining. Can we watch porn together? And you're like, I'm like, no, no I can't watch. Like, come porn. on, that's so dirty. We go to Cancun. And it's like, that's but I never watched on. it. My envision oh. of it was like, it was just gross. And then here's this like beautiful woman, and I'm like, oh, I can't be attracted to a woman. Like that's awful. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm like getting really turned on. But here's the awkward part: my best friend and her husband are in the room, and here I am glued to the TV. <laughs> And I'm like, I should change this. I should change this, but I don't want to change it. Oh my God, this is so good. And like, I'm like, oh my gosh, guys, there's porn on the TV. Like, oh, then my girlfriend's like, what? I watch porn. I was like, you watch porn? (laughs) Oh, well, if you watch porn, then maybe I could watch porn every night. The the TV never went (laughs) on. I was like, and then the worst part was they're in their room and we're in our room and we're like texting each other. Like, hey, did you like that one? (laughs) So now... Let's rewind like a week. So a week before that, like sex was kind of not really there yet. I'm telling you, we went to Cancun. We had sex in the morning. We had sex after like noon. And then we had sex at night. We were having it two, three times a day. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. wow, this is awesome. Like what changed? I don't know. It was great. It's just that boost. And then it never stopped. You imploded my box. I just pray that it never stops. Let's see. Uh, Thong, bikini, mm. porn, and beautiful weather, probably. Right? Yeah. Like, yes. <laughs> yes. Alcohol. The, the carnation. Oh, yeah. That's, <laughs> a little bit of alcohol. That's I mean, what my really fear, that's what my ultimate fear was. Like, this was going to be like a once in a lifetime. Like, You're this like, great I don't want to lose this. Like, I don't ever want to stop. We're never this. leaving. It's never stopping. <laughs> right, right, right. I didn't, I didn't want to go home. Yeah. and But then when we went home and I was like, yeah, let's watch a little bit of porn. And then like discovering things. But then like, then I started learning from porn. I kept <laughs> watching like more and more because I was, I just didn't know what was out there and then oh then you're down the bunny hole and I was like oh, look at all these crazy kinks that people are into and everybody's okay with it yep. and then you just feel more and more comfortable about who you are and what you're into and you're not shamed anymore right and then then I just let my freak flag fly nice. <laughs> and that was like right before we went to the club then we went to the club and then we just are what I mean we just got into different levels of porn based on like different fantasies or different experiences that we wanted to have mm-hmm. so like it was two guys and a girl it was DP it was and then it was all girls, women was yeah all lesbian which I'm down for that's fine with me yeah um, I, or a threesome or I a had, foursome or a reverse gangbang like I'm in I had never been with a woman until I went to the club so you discover the club <laughs> yes I did within four weeks you're 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. 100%. We had no idea what to expect. Let's start with that. What were you expecting? Wasn't 100% sure because we were still both kind of new to the whole idea of like, I mean, like, I'm very confident. So I have no problem getting naked in front of anybody. I mean, are we going to have sex in front of people? Are we not? Are we going to like... Uh, I mean, it was like we just didn't know what to expect. Yeah, we had no I tried idea. to do. I tried to do research. I don't know. I felt like I, when we walked in, it was kind of like I feel dirty already. And I, <laughs> but I like I don't. It. I don't <laughs> but then, like it was super chill. Like it was. Oh we took yeah, a it tour. Was, yeah, like, we did the tour. This is kind of cool. This is all right. It was super low key. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. We get we're on the tour. They open at eight, and we were like there right at eight, seven fifty-five. Uh, yeah, we were like right on time. Whatever it was, we we walk in, and there's this guy, two girls, just like blowy. Like right. Oh yeah, yeah. Like yeah. right one on of the, the couch. Rooms, yeah, one of the rooms we walked by it was like the, Just, the group room. We're like, yeah. <gasps> and I was like, oh my gosh, there's a man getting a blowjob. Like, can I look? Can I not look? Oh my god, I want to look. I can't look. Oh well, my god. Because I remember uh, the first time it's the, like you don't want to make guide. eye contact with people. You're like, <gasps> you're getting a blow. I don't know where to look. Oh, <laughs> we were so we were so awkward. Yes. And the guy giving a tour was just like, there's another <laughs> guy. Or another blowjob. Another blowjob. Blow <laughs> Like, what? Only two girls? Whatever. Yeah, I was, and I was. We were like freaking out. But, yeah, I remember that. But it was nice that we got there early, so we got an introduction to each yeah. of the rooms because the doors yeah. were open, wide open. So like, yeah, we got to see all the different rooms, and so then we went back to the bar, mm-hmm. and, and we just like it was very hard to get engaged. At that point, we clung to each other. Yeah, and I, I don't know what to do. I don't know who to talk to. Plus, I'm also a big introvert in when I'm in uncomfortable settings. Yes, very much so. I am not. No, you're so not. I'm like, people talk to me. Hi, hi. But I'm not one to like, I don't my, know what you're talking about. Be my friends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not one to like go up to somebody and be like, hey. And plus, I'm still like trying to like have respect for other people and other like women. I don't really like, I know that you're here for sex, but you're not here for sex. Oh, so yeah, like, then I a- don't want to like touch you or do anything. So I'm just going to. And everybody there. was clothed weird yeah. by the bar nobody was messing around but it was just a normal bar yeah. and then we're well, like this is great this is cool like you just bring your own alcohol like we can just go here and just hang out just and hang drink. out yeah and they so had like, a, we're good with this this is nice so they had a stripper pole yeah. and this woman gets on the stripper pole she was stunning oh my gosh we're going over there and watching this show oh yeah she had these legs and this ass oh and she had short little pixie hair she had nice tits too and then I was like, for boobs. and then I'm like, I look at him. I'm like, I might be a lesbian. <laughs> I'm like, I could definitely watch that. I'm like, can we please go watch it? Cause like, she's just dancing on the pool by herself. I'm like, clearly she wants an audience. So we walked over there and sat down and another gentleman was at a table. And that's how we started to strike up the conversation. And he introduced us to some other, and he was like a regular, regular. So we got to meet some other people and then we're sitting around and we're just kind of hanging out and nothing's really happening. And then we're like, do you want to go to the back? Oh I yeah. Know. I Should remember go to the back. I remember being like i want to go back back i'm just gonna do a lap this is great you're like i don't really want to this is not no i'm no i don't want to do that I'm like, I, was, All right. I still was just so nervous yeah, yeah i was yeah my confidence was not there yet so there's a man spanking his sub and i was like i kind of want to try it do you think he'll let me try it he's like i don't know like so like hey can you spank her yeah oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> can you introduce me to this lifestyle like i'm just curious i'm just very and he was he was so he, he was we, great we talked about the safe words and we talked about the different things he was it was like he was giving a, a like tutorial a class. yeah because yeah. like, so he was up there with her the best way to and there was like myself. four or five of us like just hanging out so, he was kind of like just like <laughs> telling, at this like, point this i still had my thigh-high boots on jeans a sweater <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> And they're uh, like first night outfits. Oh yeah. They're like and he's like, take it off. I was like, okay. So I like take my shirt off and I had this like little one piece lacy oh, lingerie. Yeah. The black outfit. The black great. the black outfit. Yeah, and then the like, bla- like the black card. <laughs> it yeah. was the best because like everyone watching was like, <gasps> I was oh, like, yeah. okay, I'll take my pants off too. <laughs> oh yeah. Everybody gasped. It was so hot. I was like, this is so fun. Oh, everyone yeah. look at me. Oh, yeah, because, you know, clearly I would hate everyone looking at me. <laughs> I mean, you clearly went from I was nervous, I couldn't go to the back to, okay, I'll take everything off and yeah. get smacked. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So then I was just there in my one piece and the dom that introduced us, let's bring her to the massage table. She needs aftercare. So we went through like this whole spanking thing of probably maybe half an hour of everything. All right, let's take her to the massage table. Yeah, there was really nothing intimate. No. It was more of a scene. Right, and right, right. so then I'm laying on the massage table still in my one piece. There were like. 35 people and we had we had talked about rules beforehand and And what were those no sex no sex yeah with other people like before i laid down on the massage table i said i only want link in my pussy like everyone else free game but i only want him in my pussy there were like six of us all hands everywhere (laughs) 
Wow, that was one crazy. of yeah, that was one of the harder wow. eyes. Yeah, wow. yeah. Sorry, everyone. those eyes. Holy shit! <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone. Like six sure hands. They went back in her head. Yes. Oh, there were six. There was probably <laughs> twelve <laughs> hands. Yeah, uh, everything. Everywhere. Yeah, I just I was that, eating her at one point in time. That was my first time like having a woman touch me. Oh yeah. I had a woman on one boob. I had a guy on another boob. I had someone making out with me. There were just hands everywhere. <sighs> Anyone. You got a wand out, like a for real wand yeah. out. Yeah. Yeah. Like that orgasm was huge. Yeah. I was shaking. Oh, yeah. Mad props to this Dom because then he like covered me up in a sheet, made sure I had like my privacy after I orgasmed profusely and squirted all over everybody. Oh, yeah. That was great. And then the hottest part about it that I didn't know, Link was like, you had a crowd. Oh, yeah. People I was like, like, I watching. did. Oh. <laughs> they liked it. Oh, okay. Let's do it again. <laughs> You're definitely an entertainer. Oh, yes. What's interesting is we've learned through this whole thing how important the reclaiming is. So then even mm-hmm. that night, we got home at like 3.30. I didn't play at all because I wasn't really comfortable. I wasn't really ready for that. So then when we got home, it was like 3.30. Like, I want to have some sex. And so we had some sex. And then that. we're like, never again will we wait like, yeah. to get home. Oh, I know. Like, that was stupid. <laughs> like, why did we do that? Yeah, we were so was, tired. Yeah, we were so like, We should have just went to one of these open rooms. Yeah, so the reclaiming, definitely. Like, right, that reconnection right. is so important. And Correct. yeah, finding that has been incredible. Was that something you guys had researched prior to? No. Or, or no. was that just a natural connection? Just natural. You just really wanted to. Well, I just wanted to get off. I didn't. <laughs> Well, I mean, like, it was my turn. Well, yeah, exactly, well, that's exactly what it was. Like yeah, you had your fun, and I was. It was hot, and I was watching it. It was great because I was kind of playing, kind of there. It was great to watch her orgasm that hard. And I remember like being hard, being like super turned on. All right, no, what are we gonna do? And like, at that point in time, I think it was close to closing. So we just yeah. went home, and I'm like, I want to get off. I want you to feel this. Mm-hmm. And then I also got to check your ass out. You did have a bruise or two. I, I think we have a film of that too. Oh, oh, we oh did, yeah, we, we definitely, we definitely filmed, filmed that, that one. Yes, right. You that's guys right. can see that. <laughs> oh, that Share it on one. your Twitter, or Instagram, <laughs> my red ass. Yeah. Anything you want. Yes, absolutely. You said it. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. And so and every time we go to the club, we're like, all right, next time we're yeah. going to try this. And next time we're. That was the first time. And that, then the second time, I think we, it was better. Yeah, we had a lot of great first experiences, but yeah. then we started to set ourselves up for expectations. Uh-oh. I know. We go there like, we're going to do this, and then it's and like, And I'm like, no, I'm going to have this, and uh, I'm going to set up this bowl to come in, and we're going to have this great experience, and then, wah, wah, he can't get hard. Yeah. Poor thing. He was really pretty. The single guys don't work out. <laughs> Some do. I'm still waiting for you, my perfect bowl, wherever you are. <laughs> come give me my perfect male, female male. I think it's just setting the expectation and then putting all that pressure on that one particular night for that to happen. Mm -hmm. Like it's okay to have the expectation of that sometime happening or at one point happening, but that particular night is tough. We definitely learned that like, oh yeah, this is how this is going to happen. And we're going to have this porn Hollywood style orgasm. Yeah. That's what we would do early on. Like we're going to the club. We're going to fantasize about this, what we're going to do, this, what we're going to do. It never really worked out that way and then anytime you do do that it's not organic anymore no it was yeah we it's were so forcing forced. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. took a step back for sure like, yeah we get to the point with that with that club it was like it was just a huge sausage fest tori <laughs> tori would sit around with like five guys and i would be in the corner like yeah when do i get a turn link started calling it the bullfighting <laughs> oh yeah so when you say sit in the corner with five guys you weren't actually playing with the five guys no just, no they, so we, they, they, they were just strutting like the and they would swarm oh yeah mm-hmm. the peacock would come in and her my feathers plume. her my plume would be everywhere yeah. And like it was like bees to honey. It's like there are all these guys here. I sat like at a different table, looking in the mirror, watching porn. This kind of sucks. Yeah. yeah, and I just kept getting my attention pulled into all these different directions. Right, and then that's right. when we decided no more. We have always said that we are a no expectations couple. We sure have. We hear Tori say how having expectations has made these experiences somewhat fall flat. Yes. But I think there might be a happy medium because when we went to Naughty and we made those lists, Mm -hmm. there was no one particular thing that we were seeking out, but there was a list of things we wanted to check off. And while those lists were kind of made as a fun dare for one another, I think kind of having a checklist in your head going into a lifestyle event, it kind of creates those boundaries or borders in that, let's say a situation is presented to you and you're like, "Mm, it doesn't sound bad, but it's not really up your alley either. Mm -hmm. So you kind of have this gauge of, well, 
we were more thinking of two males and a female rather than a bunch of females and one male or whatever it is, you know, but I found that having those lists was actually very fun to have kind of in the back of my head ideas of where we wanted to go and maybe give us some sort of direction during such a big event where we really had zero expectations, but didn't want to walk away with having nothing happen. What's funny is when you wrote down your note that said expectations slash our list. Yeah. I really didn't think you were going this angle with this. And I was going to argue the angle you just said (laughs) to counterpoint you. So I agree completely. I felt that our lists not only created a fun, not so much this is what specifically what we're trying to achieve tonight, but here's our fantasies. Here's some ideas for what would be fun and exciting to try. Yeah. And, oh, cool. We got one of those checked off or, ooh, you know what? Here's a chance to check off two in one night. Let's do it. Right. So I completely agree. Yeah, exactly. I think there's a gray area when it comes to expectations, right? So let's talk about the elephant in the room. (laughs) Right? I was curious how we're going to bring this up. (laughs) Because when we met Link and Tori, obviously we don't know their backstory. You take everything at face value. They're a wonderful couple. They seem to be connecting very well. They connected with us very well. Very well. (laughs) And we enjoyed their company very much. So it wasn't until having known them for a little bit longer that we found out their backstory and their backstory being what it is. She cheated, in my opinion. And I would say in his opinion, too, maybe not in hers, but in his. Yeah, (laughs) probably it's kind of how that came off. Yeah, there was some infidelity there. There definitely were things that were happening that were not kosher, that would not typically happen in a monogamous marriage or relationship. Yes. So fast forward and now they're in the lifestyle and it's hard not to jump to the conclusion that they're using the lifestyle to keep their marriage together. After having had this interview, for me and you, we already knew some of the backstory. So now with the interview, we were able to surpass the judgment, maybe see past it and say, oh, yes, this is a way for her to get what she needs. And yes, this is a way for him to say it's okay because you're being truthful to me. And this is kind of on the up and up now. This isn't behind my back. And now hearing what they had to say in the interview and also knowing them as people, I've been able to move past my judgment of Mm -hmm. people who might be in a similar position as they are, where from the outside looking in, just knowing the basic story, it looks as though you're using the lifestyle as a quick fix to kind of make everything cohesive and work together. But we've gotten to know them a little bit deeper and we know that there's more behind that. They've done a lot more work on their relationship in the background. They've done therapy. And they did that all before they got into the lifestyle. Right. And this isn't fixing their marriage. This is just something that is, again, improving their marriage, improving their relationship, strengthening their bond, because now she can be 100% truthful to him in all of these things that she's enjoying about attention from other men, Mm -hmm. where before she kind of felt like she had to keep it on the down low and as a secret and do it behind his back. But she liked it so much she couldn't stop. So now he's allowing her to have this and it works really well for both of them because he gets that fringe benefit of she's getting this attention from the men that she really needs. And then she's feeling horny and coming home and super sexy. And he gets all that payoff. And it's one hell of a payoff, but we'll talk about that more next week. So I just want to say how I love this podcast so much because it allows us to see these situations firsthand and meet people firsthand in these types of relationships where typically, yeah, I would be a judgmental person. And yeah, I would say, that's not going to work. That's not going to last. But now pulling back the layers, there's more to it. And while yes, in general, we can say that using the lifestyle to, and I always say air quotes, legally cheat on your spouse is not going to mend your marriage, is not going to keep you together any longer. It's just going to prolong the inevitable. If your cheating is just because you have no care in the world for your spouse and Mm -hmm. you're just out there wanting to fuck everything. And I will say she started listening to the podcast shortly after we met Mm -hmm. as we started hearing their backstory i warned her hey you're gonna hear some shit that you might not want to hear as far as our opinions go 
And I phrased it as though that's why they were getting the lifestyle. And she quickly corrected me. Yeah, she shot that down super quick. And said, we dealt with our shit before we started this, knowing full well we could not even consider this until we dealt with it. Yeah. So what a wonderful world we can live in where we can change our minds and look at things in a whole new perspective. Yes. When we meet people and talk to them. (laughs) This very much reminds me of how you got started in the lifestyle. But I didn't make somebody sit through me telling it in front of my (laughs) husband. We knew their history, and I think we were both very excited when they were willing to share it as openly and honestly as they did. Well, the greatest thing, not about this interview, but about meeting Tori and Link, has been that they have done everything unknowingly to completely prove my misconceptions about this type of relationship in the lifestyle. They've done everything to prove it wrong. And we absolutely fell in love with them. They are amazing people. Mm-hmm. Super sexy people. Yes. <laughs> Very good in bed. Yes. And they actually took us out of a comfort zone as well. True. We'll, we'll deal with talk that about next that week. Another time. Listening to the story back when Tori is retelling it and when Link is retelling kind of his side, you can tell there's very much two different sides to the story. Mm-hmm. The fact that they were able to get through this and use therapy to figure out what was missing, what was going on, and then now be on the other side of this in a much healthier, good quality communication relationship is huge and it speaks volumes to what the lifestyle can do for you, but you also have to be willing to put in that work to your relationship as well. I stand by 100%. The lifestyle will not fix your marriage. Correct. They did not use this in the sense whenever we had talked about the cheating spouse aspect of it Mm -hmm. and okay, well, he cheated on me, so now I'm going to go do this and maybe him cheating here will make it okay. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's the angle they're taking with this. I think they are utilizing her desire to flirt and engage with other people to accentuate their sex life. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's a, well, I guess this will be okay if they're doing that and this should make it work. This is, hey, I really enjoy when she does this, Mm -hmm. but the lifestyle is a place where we can make this happen within the guidelines of what we find acceptable as opposed to making others uncomfortable with the fact that, hey, I'm knowingly cheating on my husband and you need to be okay with it. And I do see the same thing that you're seeing when Link said, okay, you can do whatever you want. Just let me know what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And I think at that point, they weren't necessarily lifestyle. I think that was just a, I just want to do anything I can to save this marriage. And that was what I got from that conversation. But like I said, this reminded me a lot of how you and your ex started in this, where he would encourage you to send pictures, flirt, sex, and whatnot with your, for lack of a better term, vanilla friends. Right, because we didn't know where to start. Now, it was already introduced to me by him. This wasn't something I was doing that he caught me doing. Understood, yes. This was something that he encouraged me to do. And it was solely because he enjoyed the, that's my wife that you're flirting with. That's my wife who's sending you dirty pictures. And because somebody else is being turned on by that, he therefore somehow is also turned on by that. Because I can agree with that 100%. (laughs) So in a sense that, yeah, that was the turn on for him. However, I don't know that that's Link's turn on. I don't know. I, I think it very much is because he then picked outfits for her to strut around his softball games in and other outfits for her to wear other places where she would get that attention. Mm-hmm. Now, whether or not that was to boost her own confidence and come home and be like, hey, I'm so turned on from this, or if other people being aroused by his wife was a turn on, we never really dug into that. And honestly, at this point, we still don't even know. Before we continue on, I just want to tag in here with the unsolicited dick pics. <laughs> More specifically, her desire for a active, show me your reaction to what I just gave you dick pic. Well, absolutely. I mean, who wouldn't want that picture? Like if I send you a picture in the middle of the day, which is clearly from my library because I'm out driving the kids around or picking them up for school or, or whatever it is where you clearly know I'm not in the moment posing for that picture, sending it to you at that moment mm-hmm. versus the, I just masturbated and here's my wet puddle on the bed. 
said that I was thinking about you and it was clearly taken just then. I see your point. I get your point. But this is how you end up with bathroom toilet in the background <laughs> dick pics because now that guy who's at work is going to have to go somewhere where he can pull out his dick and take a picture and nine times out of 10, if not 99 times out of 100, that's going to have to be a bathroom stall. And now you're getting those shitty bathroom dick pics. Okay. Speaking from experience, when I take a good dick pic, that one goes in the folder when someone says, hey, can I see a dick pic? Then I send that one because I know, hey, here's a good dick pic, which makes it look nice and has an excellent background. Do you get a lot of, hey, can I get a dick pic? No, I don't. I was just curious. But that's for other reasons because we never sex with anybody. In it. But that's for later in this discussion. Okay. But what I'm saying is, so I understand that if I'm trying to sext with a gentleman during his working hours or during a time he's unable to send me a dick pic that doesn't have a toilet in the background. <laughs> I should be somewhat okay with the idea that there's a toilet in the background and maybe not pay any attention to that, but pay all of the attention to the actual cock that is hopefully hard. And I'm being told that that was by my doing. If you're prepared to see that toilet in the background pick, then by all means, I can totally respect that. But I feel that the desire for a state of the moment picture. Okay. And I've also received, and maybe probably the best dick pics I've ever received are the bulge in the pants dick pic, where it's not in the bathroom and it's clearly taken in the moment. And you can see the outline of the hard cock under their pants. And that to me is a fantastic picture too. Nothing does it for me seeing a penis. I mean, the penis itself is literally a penis. It's only a cock when it becomes really sexual, right? So it doesn't have to be the naked for me. I, maybe other girls want to see the whole thing. But for me, seeing that bulge under the pants is just as sexy as getting interesting the, you know, the actual cock. I like that. Just saying. That makes sense. I, I can't argue with this. I've had plenty of those and those are really hot too because then you're like, oh, you are sitting at your desk. You can't even stand up because you're afraid somebody's going to see something. Like that's that's hot. I made you so hard. You're like, you can't even walk through the office now. And you've done that to <laughs> me. So, okay. I got you. Noted. Scrub pants show off those things very well too. <laughs> Just saying. Just saying. Knowing those two and the sexual aspect of them, were you surprised that they had Saturday only sex and if they missed it, back to it. Sorry, we'll catch you next Saturday. Totally. Since the day we met them, they have been extremely sexual people in person, in text messages. It's just like they eat, breathe, sleep, sex. I mean, they is. are one of the few that I've gone, <laughs> wow, they oh. might be somebody who's more into sex than me. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> so to hear that, that was very shocking. But I think there are times in marriages that you either go through a lull or or you go through some comfort type issues where it's just, I know in my marriage, it wasn't that the sex was bad. It was just that I didn't feel like I had no desire for mm -hmm. it. You know, that was both before and after kids. So you, I couldn't even say that it was a, a kid thing that changed things. I think there was just moods. There are seasons to the year. I feel there may be seasons to marriages uh, in which you kind of go through a, I don't really want to do, like, do I have to do this? And it's some sense, I can see scheduling, okay, we are going to have sex on right. Saturday as a good thing. Right. Because you're just thinking we, we should be having sex. So let's make sure we have it, let's say Saturday. But- that's when, if we are scheduling sex, it should not be saltines. It should be seven courses. Right. And it shouldn't just be, okay, it's Saturday. Let's do the Saturday sex. It should be, it's Saturday. Let's give it our all. If, if this is yeah, the time that we're having sex, let's week. make yeah. it so that we're looking forward to next Saturday as opposed to, oh, fuck it's Saturday. All right. Hang on. Let me get it hard. Hang on. But marriage counselors, we are not. So no, I don't no, even want to. I understand. We, I mean, as a matter of fact, we haven't even watched the Principles of Pleasure series. I was going to say, we really need to watch that. We, When they first said it in their interview, we had meant to go out and search it out, and we still haven't. We are kid-free for the next handful of days. Maybe we should... Uh, Get out our notebooks and turn on the TV. Yeah. Maybe we need to uh, do a little binge watching, see, yeah. <laughs> see what we can pick up from this uh, seven-course non-saltines. I think we might learn meal. something. 
Now, in your past relationship, as you were sending pictures and whatnot, were you also sexting or was it just, hey, here's a picture, hope that turns you on? It was both. So it was sometimes just sending a picture. And then sometimes, depending on, you know, the time of day or how available the person was, it would turn into more of a sexting situation. How did that work? Turned me on. Most of the time ended up with me either touching myself and finishing with myself or finishing with my husband. Is that something that you miss or wish you did more of or enjoyed a lot at that time? At that time, I was really enjoying it because that was my first taste of having somebody kind of lusting after me. So you're saying that's kind of like a train wheels thing and now you've graduated. In my scenario, yes, it it was the training wheels. It was what helped me build a lot of my confidence, build a lot of understanding what the lifestyle could do for me as a person. So I enjoyed it a lot when I was receiving those things that I hadn't received in like many, many years from my husband, from any other guys that I had contact with. So it was just nice to feel wanted, feel lusted after. But after I've kind of gotten that now and with our relationship, I feel very lusted after all (laughs) All the time. Maybe a little. (laughs) So because it's not missing for me in our marriage, I don't know that I'm searching it out in the sexting or the dirty picture thing. And I know you tell me all the time, like you wish you received more pictures from Mm -hmm. me during the day. And not only do I wish that, and anytime you do send me one and it probably turns you off when I ask, I immediately go, who else do you send this to? Yeah. And it's frequently nobody. Now that was something that my husband would, if he got a dirty picture, that was also something he would say, did so-and-so get this also, or did so-and-so and so-and-so get oh, okay. this Okay, so also. he specifically called out, hey, did you send this to these guys? Well, he knew who I was talking to. Okay. Like he knew who I was flirting with. But what was funny was I used to take the pictures specifically for B, and then they would go to A, B, and C. And then husband would be A, and he would say, did you send this to B? Like, yes. And he's like, did you take this for B? And I said, yes. Unfortunately, husband would get the picture that was meant for You say else. unfortunately. But did he, husband like that? He did. I thought so. But I think also it was a little bit of a hit to the ego too, because it was like, well, you're not taking these pictures for me. You're just sending them to me to as a, hey, just so you know, your buddy got this picture. While I am not him, I will let you know, I would actually be more turned on if you sent me a picture and said, hey, I took this for B, C, or D, and <laughs> here's what I sent them. I think that would be even hotter to which my response would be, what was their reaction? And would definitely like to build from that discussion. Yeah, I could see that with you. I'd like that a lot. (laughs) This has really become a, boy, this reminds me of your pre-lifestyle days. There are a lot, a lot, a lot of similarities between me and Tori and our approach to things. I will agree with Tori in that she enjoyed getting that attention from guys. I always knew there was two or three of my husband's friends who liked looking at me. We frequented a Halloween party every year and I always dressed in some sort of outfit that was more revealing than my daily clothes. And I would get comments from some of his friends and there was oh it was always some sort of lewd comment you know which goes back to why i love when you dress a little more revealing than your daily clothes <laughs> but those costumes were like real cosplay Man. type costumes they weren't the sexy little things you see at the hey. lifestyle halloween parties so then once my husband introduced the idea of the lifestyle and introduced the idea of having another male that opened up some freedom for me to start flirting with the guys i knew already had some sort of attraction and then that built that up for me and i can very much understand tori's point where some of it, there didn't need to be any sex involved. It was just the flirt. It was just the game of getting somebody's attention, of pulling that in and then keeping it and then having a sexy conversation, maybe even brushing up against each other when you see each other in public or little things that are passed back and forth. Mine never went past any of that. So I can imagine that if given time, it would have. I know there was times that I played poker with some of the guys and there was this very small window in which if I didn't leave when I did and I knew 
that there was a very good chance I was going to be sleeping with somebody that night. So I did not. Like, I made sure I left that night and I bailed earlier than I maybe would have. So I totally identify with Tori on those points where just getting that extra male attention fulfills something that I don't know if it's a missing piece in a relationship. I don't know if it's just missing for too long in my life. I don't know. I think this 100% goes back to your husband can tell you how sexy you are, how beautiful you are, how much you turn them on over and over and over again. But in your mind, that's their job. That's what they should be doing. But when somebody who's not your husband and hasn't put a ring on it and has no connection to you whatsoever is saying, hey, you're fucking hot. Send me some more naked pictures. Mm -hmm. That without a doubt makes you feel extra sexy. Yeah. First night at the club, A, experiencing a little BDSM scene, followed by five hands touching, stroking, massaging, and forcing her to an orgasm. Wow. I'm not worthy. That is amazing that she could make that leap so quickly. Day one, having a flogging and then continuing on to then the aftercare portion, which then leads to hands everywhere. And that's a crazy first night. That is not even just jumping both feet in. You just dove in like head first. That reminds me of Red and Lacey's first night at the club very yes. much. Yeah. So I learned about reclaiming or reconnecting after having done some research. I'm a little bit surprised that they didn't know about it, but that they happened upon it. It's 3.30 in the morning and they're like, we have to have sex together, but it's so late. I'm surprised like they were exhausted they and like oh, still pushed through and, and did that. Yeah. But it speaks to the fact of how turned on you are after that first time yeah. seeing something like that and being part of something like that. Yeah. So her five guys and her standing in a corner, does that remind you of anything? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny that he said bees to honey. No, it was more like bees to a flower, right? Yes. Thanks for joining us for a hump day quickie. We hope this brought you some midweek excitement. If you have your own confession you'd like to share with us and our audience, please call 844 4 day and leave us a message. Can't wait to hear your sexy stories. Mm-hmm.